Pillow Talk with Mark and B, the podcast where we just talk. I'm B, and I'm here with my boyfriend. Hey, I'm Mark. How's it going? Not bad. I'm super nice. I'm super cozy right now. Yeah. We've got the small cat with us. Yeah, we brought the small cat into the studio today, and she's just over there purring like a fiend. Yeah, she's super happy. S- s- yeah, really flooding the room with some serotonin there. Love just, it. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> it, a good feeling. Yeah. Uh, we have a bunch of pets. We got like three cats mm-hmm. and a puppy, yeah. a dog. She's not a puppy. She's a... She's well. I like her though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we also have a whole bunch of plants. So when like new people come into the house, they're like, holy crap. Yeah, like, it's really it's good just, energy. Yeah. You pick up on all this like crazy life and yeah. everything, like humans, pets, animals, so all oxygen, living. oxygen, extra oxygen yeah. in the house. It's great. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, vibe. yeah. It's nice. It's a nice, nice vibe. I like it. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to have our pillow talk tonight. I'm actually super excited about this episode. Yeah. Um, tonight we are going to be talking about our own... Um, spiritual journeys maybe would be the best way to describe it Um, yeah and i actually don't know if i've heard i would say a raw and honest version of this i've always every time somebody's left the church or experienced something i've got gotten like a diplomatic something happened behind the scenes Hmm. but i never know if it's god related or church related and my experience kind of goes in those two aspects i left the church at a separate time that i left the religion or the faith sure sure yeah it seems like uh for those who do end up walking away there is that kind of like weird transition period where yeah, you know hush hush yeah and you're not allowed to talk you about might it. be going to other churches for a little bit testing yeah. out but you're not really like and then yeah, yeah. And if you see somebody in another church it's like <laughs> oh my god they left like what? it's yeah. It's a rowdy, it's politics, you know? Yeah, yeah. we'll get into all of it. But we'll get um, into it. Before we uh, go into this episode, we just want to do like a quick little preface. Um, this episode is going to be religion heavy. Um, mm-hmm. Do whatever you want with your own life. Like, please don't take offense to anything we say, because we're not trying to offend. We have different beliefs, maybe. Maybe we have similar beliefs. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's a funny Dan Carlin line, you know, it's... Uh, we're basically all atheists, you know, you just believe in one God less or something like that, where it's just <laughs> yeah. like, you know, we, hey, just because I don't believe in Christian, we don't all believe in a bunch of gods together. So let's focus on that. We can exactly. all still get along and whatever. So, um, Absolutely. and what, this what, is nothing to do with any of the people. Like, I know some really, really good Christian people who walk the walk and talk the talk. And this has nothing to do with any individuals. It's more our experience. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And um, unfortunately, sometimes we will be talking shit about somebody on this episode <laughs> because if you do something shitty, that's what happens. Like yeah, now I, I'm forced to deal with that shit that you that did to me. That trauma that you, you know? caused, we now have to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're not trying to throw people under the bus and we're not trying to talk shit like, you know, that's not the intent of this. This is just to try to work through. Maybe I know every time I have a conversation about my belief, too, I'm able to... Um, solidify it more strengthen it yeah whatever it may be so and learn more about the other person get some perspective yeah yeah it's an interesting topic i do like talking about this yeah it's Um, it's good (laughs) um okay so let's start with the church that we grew up with yeah so pentecostal yeah we tell me about that we grew up in like a pentecostal church so what that means is it's like um 
I wrote a definition here. Pentecostal, a classic Pentecostalism, is a Pentecost. Well, is a <laughs> Protestant Protestant Christian movement that emphasizes direct personal experience of God through baptism with fire, or sorry, with Holy Spirit. Includes uh, the use of spiritual gifts such as speaking in tongues or divine healing. Um, so when you read that, it's very much like you see it, you feel it, you're there. It's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there direct are some others. Experience. Yeah, like uh, I know Catholics. It's like um, not all of them, but some of them. You're not like necessarily allowed to pray to God. Like you need to pray to Mary, mm-hmm. or you pr- you get your pat or your priest to pray for you for things. I've also you know? been to a Catholic church. I was dating somebody who was raised Catholic, and yeah. he was like, "If you're gonna go to if you want me to go to your church, you have to go to mine. Sure. So I went to a Catholic church, and it was very stand up, sit down. <laughs> yeah. Like I've never seen something like yeah. that. It was so routine and yeah, it, organized. It's, it's all about the ritual and the ceremony. Yeah, of ritualistic. It. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. Odd to me. Some people like it. Hey, to reach their own. To like I feel own. like uh, someone should count that, and if they do, and give me how many times I say to reach their own, I'll give them a buck. Yeah. Enjoy. Shit. Yeah. Game over for <laughs> us. We're gonna go broke tonight. Yeah. Here it goes. <laughs> Um, okay, so but yeah, like so we grew up in a church where it was like you could see it, you could feel it, you were co- conversing with God, you can feel God, you yeah, feel in the walk room into on the Sunday. Church, there was energy there, like people were dancing, there were arms, there people were crying, some yeah. people would like on the floor shaking. Yeah, like we grew up and we've seen some like I'll call them demonic possessions just because that's what Christians would call them, you know. If it was any other place, um, that's y- exactly right. Yeah, where like people are full on like screaming, being exercised. Like we grew up in a pretty fucking crazy church. Mm-hmm. We um, were exposed to a lot of weird things that you would see in like Disney movies mm. or horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was weird. But okay, so you talked about uh, spiritual gifts, like speaking in tongues and divine healing. We should probably break some of that down. Uh, yeah, like divine healing is pretty obvious. So we we'll start yeah. there. It's just you know you pray for somebody and they get healed. We so we uh, we had uh, like healing teams come from out of Calgary to our church or whatever. Yeah, you know, and they would do their healing and stuff. And like yeah, I never. Now, to their credit, here's the thing. There was this one person sitting there, and they said that they had hip problems or something like that, and everybody saw the leg grow. Yeah. But also, every other, like, the that night, everybody left, and all of us were sitting in the exact same spot, being like, look, I can shift myself the exact <laughs> same fucking way. Yeah. That being said, there was somebody, my best friend, she had an issue with her jaw. They prayed for her that night. It clicked for years. It, it killed her. It killed her. And that night they prayed for her and it was gone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like th- there is a bunch of crazy examples of like people praying and then their prayers coming true. Mm-hmm. Um, and growing up that kind of, it's easy to look at it and think it is God, yeah. you know, um, but it might've just been fortune or it might've just been, who knows, somebody shifting their leg or whatever it may well, have and been. It, but where we grew up, everything, everything is God. You got everything. a new job. That's God. Yeah, you man. were, you woke up today. That's God. Yeah. You grow up praying for every meal you yeah. know like that was that's they still do that yeah i trolled them this uh thanksgiving we had people over to our house for our thanksgiving <laughs> yeah weird. his parents weren't there so i was like hey we're not gonna pray no big deal no problem and then mark's like okay who wants to say grace and i and i don't think anyone in the room is currently a believer maybe some of them are oh like, levi is <laughs> oh yeah our little, little nephew. nephew yeah oh and then maybe that's why i did so then he nice. looks over to me and he's like auntie b can you pray 
And at that point, I just feel like I'm lying to a child. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe you should pray, little guy. Like, yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that was fun to do. Yeah. So they pray. Um, there was a lot of dancing. Holy, Holy Spirit was a big thing. Speaking in tongues. Yeah, for those that, that don't know what that is, it's like... Um, Basically, you get filled with the Holy Spirit and then you speak the languages of angels. And yeah. it's like, you know, literally, it like, sounds like that. Yeah. And I guess if you feel it, like I was in a situation where they were telling me to do it. And yeah. I like I I felt like if I was forcing myself to do it, like if I was the yeah. one saying it, it wasn't me. So I wasn't going to just like make up. Yeah. Noises. Yeah. And it never happened. And I got suspended for it. <laughs> because I was, I got for suspended it. for it because I was not so praying right. It was nuts. It yeah. was crazy. Yeah, like I, uh, both my parents speak in tongues and stuff. And like my dad, he's a highly intelligent guy. Like he mm -hmm. was an engineer, very logical, you know. Um, and he spoke in tongues, and like it, it's like I don't think he's making it up. So yeah. who knows what it is? That's the thing. I don't. I don't. So I'm not saying Christianity is wrong, but like, it's not for me. Is all I'm saying at the end of the day. But yeah, we grew up where we seen these very influential parents my parents or very influential people such as my mm -hmm. parents like speaking in tongues and you think that's normal behavior just right. gibbering jabbering you know yeah totally um, prophets were also a thing they mentioned that in the bible a lot yeah in this day and age in the church it's people coming and speaking over your lives and kind of giving you insight to what your future would look like if you continued to be a christian and yeah. stayed in that church specifically yeah. stayed in that church there's a rule about saying that you're not allowed to <laughs> let people out of the church. So that's the thing. The, you know why that rule is there, though, right? And do you want to explain the rule a little no, bit? No, you should explain Okay, it. so they're, like when prophets come into the church and they like pre or prophesy over someone, you know, they're always saying like these, like, you're going to be a great leader, blah, 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 blah. You know, you're going to do mighty things, whatever it may be. Um, so they're basically picking out like the 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 a team right you know they pick out these awesome people and then they give them prophetic words how awesome they're going to be some more okay you don't want to steal those awesome people right so it's all about like those the 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 prophets aren't going to churches to kidnap or not to kidnap to <laughs> i hope not to 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 to, to take the, the to take all the, the qualified candidates right. and leave all the shitty ones you know okay that's fair yeah so um, it's not it wasn't like it wasn't like they're trying to like further ingrain them in the, ch right, the cult right. of church okay, or anything it's just you know you don't want to take all the qualified people out of the building okay that's fair yeah um but yeah like i i grew up and i've had a couple prophetic words over me two of them me too um we'll get into them maybe i'll share mine eventually when we talk talk about my story yeah um, that'll be interesting yeah um yeah. But yeah, so that's kind of the church we grew up in. It was very flamboyant. Mm -hmm. Like and out there. The thing is too, um, I guess we'll get into your your yours before I go into mine. Okay. Do you remember when you first accepted Jesus? Like I was born into a church, so it would have been like uh do you remember those uh they did plays and it was like Oh, it had hell in it or something. Oh, yeah. yeah I think my dad directed that. that. Yeah. I don't think I was allowed to see that because it yeah. was so aggressive. Basically, yeah. It was like the story of, you know, there's a drug-ridden drug teenager oh who died in the fucking car crash and goes to hell. And then there's another story of blah, 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 blah. And then there's one that did good deeds and went to heaven. So Shit. I guarantee when I seen that at like a young child right. thinking... Holy shit, there's a heaven. I don't want to burn in hell. I accept it, you know. Fair. Like, I remember why would you not? It was after Sunday after Sunday after church one day. Yeah. I was sitting at the end of the dining room table by the deck door. 
And my dad came over to me and I think my brother, I think it must have been around the same time because Josiah had just accepted Jesus mm, into his big life. Things. Like big deal. And I was like, I was his sidekick. So I was like, I think I was crying. I kind of remember my dad saying that I was crying. And he was like, I wanna like I wanna accept Jesus into my life or whatever. And so he knelt down with me and he did the prayer. Yeah. And he was like, Dear Jesus, will you come into my heart? Will you forgive me my for my sins? And will you be in my life forever? Like yeah. that was the prayer. You had to do three things or whatever. And yeah, I think I was like four or five maybe i was very very young very young yeah like too young to fully even process what's happening like you'd think you'd yeah. think but it's funny because later on so yeah. obviously i think the biggest issue at first was i was told at some point that the relationship that we have with god yeah. is supposed to be symbolic or the relationship you have with your father earthly father is supposed to be a symbolic of the relationship you have with god that's how you're supposed to treat your son. You're supposed to love, blah, 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 blah. And that's- So you're supposed to, when you have a kid, you're supposed to have them murdered for you? Well, I don't so- think that they were talking about the Old oh, Testament. Oh, oh, just, they just pick and choose shit. They pick sorry. and choose, babe. Oh, sorry, keep sorry. Up, carry keep on, carry up. on. <laughs> but he- I, just, I just, just had to clarify so I didn't end up sacrificing people, you know? Well, and I think we should clarify that because I really only thought about that this year. But we'll get into that. <laughs> so, yeah. So growing up, it was super weird because that was just not who the- the God that we had learned about in church was portrayed the way that my father would act. Hmm. And so that was confusing. Like the hypocrisy screaming at each other all the way to church, act like a perfect family, <laughs> yeah, yeah. scream the entire way back. <laughs> like it just did not make sense to me. So that, that kind of whatever. But when I was like 14 yeah. or 13, kind of in my like darker, you know, rebellious days, um, I had gone to somebody else's youth group and we had ended up staying over at one of the youth leaders' houses super late. And I was talking to some person about religion. And I was like, I don't think I'm a Christian. And then, but my, but at the point, at that point, I kept telling my dad, I'm not a Christian. I'm not a Christian. And he said, yes, you are. You gave your life to Jesus. Hmm. You were dedicated. They dedicated us at that church. Um, and so that's it. Yeah. But that night I had been talking to that youth leader and he was like, well, no, because once saved, always saved isn't a thing. Hmm. And I was like, oh. So then the next day on the way to church, I asked my father, I was like, do you believe in once saved, always saved? And he was like, well, no, of course not. I was like, great. I'm not a Christian. Stop talking about it. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> but at that point, I really don't think, like, it was just out of spite. I yeah. definitely believed that there was still a God. I, like, And at that point, I had moved over to my uncle, and he was the perfect father. So then it was kind of more of a church dynamic. Yeah. So... It was such a crazy time because I had moved in with my uncle and ended up, that's when I went back to the church that I grew up in where you were at. Okay. That's when I started going to the youth group with you again after you had graduated all, after all of that stuff. But November in Canada is very fucking dark, very early. Fuck. So it doesn't help with anything. I genuinely just remember the next three months, four months of my life, just dark, hmm. just crying, sad, whatever. But when I would walk into Eastside, everybody, like my friend's parents would look at me and it was like they knew my father and I was my father's daughter and yep. they hated me, hated me. Yeah. It actually got to a point, um, my boyfriend's parents were in some group, church group. Yeah. They were in a group with two other parents and one of those kids, one of the other couple's kids had come up to me. She was four years old. I always hung out with her. I was always at the church. 
and she came up to me or I went up to her to give her something and she said my mom and dad said you're not allowed to hang or, I'm not allowed to hang out with you and to me it was like <sighs> I want to cry it was like my parents don't want me the church doesn't want me like yeah. it was all these super... people that just all they should do is want you and accept you. and thinking at it about it now like yeah. I was 14 like that just breaks my heart if I saw a fourteen year old in that position. Holy shit. Yeah. Um like I'll get to it in mind, but like Christianity it's based off all judgment. It genuinely is. Like, it genuinely so is. So it's it's no wonder that you feel like that because if you go slightly wayward, they have to judge you back on track. Well, and there's yeah, there's verses in the Bible about keeping your brother accountable. And so it's like their God-given right to tell you what to yeah. do, to tell yeah. you how to live, to have input. And I'm just like, mind your goddamn business. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, so shit. when you were 14, you weren't a bad kid. And they, they're telling this little girl to avoid you because yeah. of your sinning or whatever. Yeah. So like, and it's crazy also growing up because there's all of these pivotal moments where it's like you're not lovable. You're not lovable. You're not worthy. You're not whatever. Point them out. I'll, I'll fist fight those fuckheads. <laughs> I'll mask up. Yeah. But I won't like, even. Yeah, I was Let actually talking to somebody at work today about, because I'm so confident now, like cocky, some would say, <laughs> so into Competent. myself, incredibly awesome. That's just, I, I know exactly who I am kind of thing, and I'm super confident and happy with myself. Yeah. And we were talking about how hard I had to love myself in, each of these moments when I shouldn't have had to. Hmm. And I think like there's nothing that can break me now. Nothing that could tear me down because like I've been through it all. Yeah. Come at me. Like nothing yeah. can bother me. Yeah. Now. Like once you overcome your. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. And then I think you pretty much had everything. Maybe the only really horrifying experience is losing like like the loss of someone really close like death. Maybe have you yeah. have you ever had anyone die close to you? like a babysitter one time but mm, okay no but like yeah you've had some real fucking whoppers yeah it's been crazy but it's okay the next 30 30 years it's gonna be chill i've decided yeah it's fine whatever i'm like speaking it out into the universe <laughs> <laughs> um so that was kind of 14 so i kind of got those like weird shrugs from leaders and like elders in the church and like yeah. just weird vibes from the church i knew i wasn't wanted yeah. all of that um but it was when i was 18 17 i guess when everything happened and i had left the church and everybody was talking my, about my virginity and all that kind of stuff <laughs> you know because topic of everybody's conversation yeah. which is super weird about the church <laughs> i'm yeah. i am super okay to talk about sex super open about it i don't care if anybody wants to talk about it i will talk them through it yeah but i've always felt like the church really massively oversteps with intimate details of people's lives <laughs> that they're not necessarily welcome into you for example yeah i i wonder why that started like so like if you read the bible all sins equal mm -hmm. right and like for some reason we've chosen to focus on like major ones like sleeping around before marriage or mm -hmm. i wonder how that all came about i don't know well and most of the people in that church did sleep together before marriage that's and a crazy lied about thing it, yeah so. like my parents did but they weren't necessarily christians when yeah, they did I guess at but that like point, yeah. they were when they were younger and then they weren't christians and then they slept around yeah. and then they were christians again i had Very a convenient. with somebody two three weeks ago and yeah. same thing the, yeah. the things that they're mad at me for doing then yeah. they were doing but lying about it <laughs> yeah and i just don't understand that logic yeah i can't comprehend it <laughs> so the fact that they're still talking about me kind of just confirms 
comes the fact that like nope made the right choice left <laughs> those people like that's great but I left religion only like two years ago I would say I definitively decided that I did not believe in the Bible okay and that and Christianity okay so kind of for a few reasons at the time, I was trying to grow and like therapy and all that stuff. And so I had picked a mentor who was a Christian, but she knew that I wasn't. And so I was like, this is perfect. Like, mm-hmm. this is great. I, she knows where I'm at. She's not going to force me into the religion thing and I don't want to hear it and whatever. But she'll keep me accountable, keep me in check. She knows my yeah. fundamental values. Yeah. And so I, it was great. And then I was having this like really weird week where I was just crying. There was genuinely nothing wrong. I was just crying and crying and crying and I couldn't understand it. And so I called her and I was like, what's wrong with me? Like my life is so good right now. I don't understand. And she was like, it's because you don't have God. Yeah, you're and I was like, no, <laughs> my life has been shit for a lot longer. This is like the best it's ever been. I doubt God, like nothing's changed in the God system. Like, yeah, yeah. That. And then I, she kept kind of pushing it, and I was like, okay, like let's let's get real. How do you know there's a God? And she was like, I can feel him. And I was like, did he touch you? No, 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 no. Did he speak to you? No. Well, did do you smell him? Do you taste him? Like, yeah. how exactly do you feel? And she just kept saying, it's just a feeling. Yeah. You 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 just know. Yeah. And that was when I was like. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. You just know? You've just been doing this on a feeling? Your entire life yeah. is based on a feeling? And the second part of that was I've kind of, I've been through a shit ton of shit. <laughs> like, I've been through it all. And I don't feel like giving some person, being, entity who I cannot see, feel, touch, hear, or smell the credit for all of the work that I've done to yeah. pick myself up from where everybody else dropped me. Yeah. It's, it's like when people pray for you, this is what we were kind of saying, like, you know, people pray for you to get that job, mm. but God didn't apply for that job for you. You're yeah. the one who sent your resume in. Yeah. You're the one who got the job. Yeah. You know, it's funny because, uh, my dad refused to work for anybody. He lost the company, refused to work for anybody. Yeah. He didn't want to have a boss, blah, 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 blah. And for years, he would say, I'm still waiting on the promises that God said that he would give. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah. go get a fucking job. Go get it then, Provide man. for your family. Like, he's not going to just leave a basket on your doorstep. That's not how God works. Yeah. Like, it was so confusing to me. Yeah. So it's like this, like, entitlement where it's like, I deserve this, this, and this. Sure. And then when, if you don't do it, then you don't get it and you can blame God or just <laughs> say it's like, hardships god works in mysterious ways (laughs) and then there's the whole job thing oh there's so many crazy but i just i started looking at the whole bible and comparing it to the disney movies like sure it's just super aggressive super angry super i don't even if that god is the god i am happy to say i do not follow him Mm -hmm. and i just that's kind of what i believe (laughs) yeah yeah, and like if you were so if we're just going off a of feeling, if you're just picking and choosing a religion, then it's like, okay, yeah, I don't even then if you can just pick and then that God is now real to you. Mm-hmm. Um, even then, you don't want to pick Christianity because there's so many better gods yeah. out there that are not fucking assholes. Buddhists, Buddhists seem you know? like they know how to chill, just chill and, and live mind their and let own live. business and just chill, peace, <laughs> serenity, plants, yeah. cats. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'd be a Buddhist. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm not gonna because I like living just 
doing my thing but just be a california buddhist what is that oh yeah like the california sober thing you just do what you want <laughs> yeah yeah it's basically <laughs> just like you know just think hippies essentially you know I good vibes and lots of cali buddhists yeah we'll so. stick it on the van <laughs> God. <laughs> so you you basically made the choice like you're like i'm not if it's all, if no one can justify why they're doing it, because you won't, you always ask people and they just say, I just know. Or I, I just have. So I asked yeah. a few important people mm-hmm. and one person's reason was that they, they, they were going through something and somebody that they knew said that they were praying for him. Yeah. And he was like, oh, well, that's nice. And then the next day he saw his mom write on a list, his name, top of the list. And then he was like, oh, what is that? And he was like, oh, it's a prayer request or it's a prayer list. And he was like, oh, my name's on the top of that list. Like, oh, in my, and that's why he became a Christian. In my mind, could you imagine how much better their relationship would be if instead of praying to this God about her son. giving God the credit. She talked to her son. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was so confusing (laughs) to me and like all the power to you and all, like if that's gotten you through all of your life and all that stuff, but I just did not think that that would be a good reason for me to choose to change my entire life. Yeah, because someone's praying for you. Yeah, yeah. I, you. So you basically you 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 never you searched you never found anything that was like, um, gonna win you over. It was just no. Like I'm I'm kind of done giving credit to everybody else, mm. including God. <laughs> I yeah, guess. Sure. And it's not like an anger bitter thing. It's no, like it's... been there, done that, tried it. I disagree with a lot of the things that they say and do and treat people. Actually, I would say that the two biggest things that affected how I treat people today yeah. would be how the church treated me and how my dad treats people. Expand on that. So, I mean, you know, I walk into a restaurant or a grocery store <laughs> or a gas station or yeah. I, w- I would describe everywhere. you no matter what interaction you're in, you're going to leave the person better off. Like smiling. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what I do, but I'm just like in it. Let's be best friends. I'm yeah. going to make your day. It doesn't matter how or like I'll make you laugh or whatever. But I genuinely just love being nice to people and leaving them happy and yeah. judgment free. And like if if you want to talk to me about anything, fucking talk to me about anything. Yeah. I'd be more upset if somebody lied to me about murdering somebody than about murdering somebody. Hmm. Like, I think that honesty, integrity is just like the biggest factors to anything. And in my experience, the church doesn't have it. Hmm. Yeah. Lots on a whole don't have it, unfortunately. Yeah, that's true. Um, But I can say, and I, it was crazy leaving that bubble that we grew up in Yeah, because the outside world, we were always told like, don't cross the street kind of thing. Like there's so many evil people and all this stuff. Yeah. The nicest people I've ever met. Don't go to church. Yeah. Usually don't judge. They're not judging you. Yeah. I, I will just, I will never ever get over this. And it really truly does like crush my heart. So my parents, they're Christian. Mm-hmm. They think I'm going to hell. Yeah. I'm I'm a wonderful person. Like damned. And they're to okay hell. with that. And they're okay serving the God that is damning me to hell just because I don't believe in him. Yeah. And I'll never get over that. My mom makes jokes like, Oh, you two are sinning or whatever. Yeah. Just like these kind of super jokes. She's making them to be funny, but every joke has a hint of truth. They to are it. condescending yeah. jokes. It's not a joke. It is a condescending statement. Yeah. And it it's is just like her letting man. us know that she thinks less of us because we do not believe it's yeah. it's unfortunately very manipulative and yeah. It just, 
it sucks because yeah. that's just what that religion seems to be yeah. as a whole. I don't I, even blame her. She's been in it for so long. What yeah. is, Having said that, I love my mother oh and my I God, have a I great relationship with her. But I love your yeah. mother. You could still have good relationships with people and not get along on third or not uh, agree on certain things. So, have you ever been able to have a ch- a talk with your mom and explain why? No, like she she doesn't want to hear it. So this is interesting. Like this podcast now that like we're doing, the whole point is to be be able to talk through this. And we've been kind of talking about maybe we'll get my mom on and I can talk to her about what I believe. Like I'm going to tell you guys here in a minute. And, uh, you know, or I have other things, you have other things, mm-hmm. maybe whatever, you know, it could be very cool to kind of get that on, have a neutral kind of have some siblings on here. Yeah. And have just kind of a calm conversation with these people that yeah. we, we love. I fucking love to have my sister on here. We used to do some shit. Yeah. Like we used to, we used to share this room and it was like the basement. So it was super big yeah. and we used to have a basketball was glow in the dark and we'd play four square or two square because there was two of us. And <laughs> Like, as if my dad couldn't hear the bouncing. <laughs> it was yeah. crazy. And then the door would open at the top of the basement, and we'd run back to our rooms, and the stupid bouncing ball glow in the dark would be like, it was crazy. I would love <laughs> to talk about some of the good memories we had. Yeah, we for did. sure. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, is, so where are you right now with religion, spirituality, or just? I would say I am all for people doing what makes them happy. As long as they mind their fucking business and treat people with respect. That's, we're, that's what you're expecting of other people. No, though. that's just kind of like I, oh, I see what you mean. Like what, what for you, like what, like. I think that there is an entity or a higher power or something that created us. Yeah. I think that evolution still existed and that we've evolved over time since that creation. Sure, like the Big Bang could have been a god of sorts literally snapping totally. or whatever and, exactly. that and then evolution and all that still happened sure. absolutely okay um i don't think that there's a heaven and a hell mm-hmm. i don't think that somebody came and died for all of our sins as <laughs> as a supplement to uh His sacrificing goats creation god creates <laughs> shitty creation punishes creation for being well, shitty <laughs> let's, just, maybe, let's just look at the old testament like, for a hot fuck. minute like so genesis the creation yeah some people got fucked up in Genesis. <laughs> some, yeah. But some more people got fucked up in Exodus. Like, there was some shit that went down. God was like, zap, 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 zap. Don't yeah. like you. You don't follow me. You're yeah. a, a, a Philistine. I don't know. What like, <laughs> Cut off your foreskin and then kill him. <laughs> yeah, it's just the craziest stories are in the Bible. Yeah, and I... Yeah, like that... Yeah, looking at like some of the heroes that we were supposed to like admire growing up. David... And Goliath. What did yeah. David end up doing? He ended up having like 600 wives. He, uh, he ended up murdering one of his best friend's wives to take her. Yeah, he was watching Because he her. didn't have enough. He needed 601. Yeah, he's creeping her on the bath. Or in yeah, the bath. like it just seems like all these characters. So Samson is another good one. The foreskin joke made me think of it. He's yeah. going around ki- like murdering a bunch of uh, enemies, which is fine. That's how it goes back. There. You got to survive. But uh he ends up sleeping with a chick, I believe, and then that chick cuts off his hair, and then he, you know, loses his power. Right. So he fucks up, too. So all these heroes, they always fuck up. And it's not that, like, so Christianity is based on that all of us are flawed. So that kind of you then have to have fucked up characters. But all I know is I have not murdered anybody's wife to get the woman. I have not, like, done horrible things that the Bible gets away with, but then they're these magnificent kings. Like, totally. You know what I mean? Like, there are degrees to this here. Absolutely. Um, 
You can only get away with so much totally. and still be considered a good guy. Totally. But every time they sinned, it was okay as long as they sacrificed a goat. Or that, yeah. Sure. You know. So, fuck it. No Fine. big deal. Then you skip over a few books to the New Testament, and there's six different versions of the same story <laughs> of God and like yeah. Jesus and all of that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, the whole premise of Christianity changes because you no longer have to sacrifice goats. God sacrificed his son. Yeah. And that was brutal. Has anybody seen that movie? Yikes. Yeah, Passion of the Christ. Yikes. I've never seen it, actually. I had to cover my eyes, um, but I snuck it later. You know how I don't like like gore porn? Yeah. Yeah, didn't watch it. Don't want to watch it. Don't Just like you. Saw. Just like, why the fuck? It was rowdy. I? Everybody just like sat just there rowdy. watching it in church crying, and I'm like, what? It's fucking weird, man. So the amount of if if you've ever been in a church service like the amount of songs that are just singing about like covering yourself <laughs> in blood tell them about that time you like, were with josh man okay so um i i went out to my parents house to say the weekend and they weren't home but my mom has like a ladies group or whatever and i didn't know they're having a ladies group that weekend but i want to use a hot tub or whatever so i was out there and i was just like okay they're coming i'm just gonna hide in the basement play with some lego for a bit <laughs> keep in mind i was 30 yeah, this was last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm in the basement just quietly playing and like there's like probably 10 ladies upstairs, like middle-aged women just all kind of singing and that's all like, the blood of the lamb washes up and just like the song is literally just blood, blood. Every other word is just drenched in his cleansing blood, his magnificent red blood. And it's Yikes. like, like this is what kind of church I grew up it's in. Like gory. this fucking weird like... Man, it's one thing to be like, God is good. It's another one to be like, drench me in his blood. And it's fucking weird if yeah. you think about it. And I mean, it's some weird. people differentiate it. It's not a relationship. It's a religion. I know a lot of Christians who are like, oh, I hate religion. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But then they still follow all these culty yeah, yeah. weird. Like, and they still go to church every Sunday. Or yeah, whatever still go to church every <laughs> Sunday. Still tell their kids yeah. exactly what to do and like yeah. exactly how to live, exactly <laughs> where to be. And it's like, well. Well, it's about a relationship, not a religion. Yeah, like, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you have any else? Like, okay, so right now you you kind of believe there is a creator. You don't know what he is. You don't think he's necessarily active. He's not taking an active hand after creation. Uh, yeah, I would say it's. I would hope he's not taking an active hand because that would be fucked if he's taking an active. That hand. of the galaxy is just so big, and he just hasn't got around to our planet. Then he yet. wouldn't be a god. <laughs> oh, oh. Touche. 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 So I'd hope he's not doing anything. He's just watching the show and hoping that it... Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of fucked up things happening in this world. So if God's got a hand in it, that's... And I mean, I we have friends that say everything is like predestined and <laughs> da-da-da-da-da, meaning yeah. God, God planned knew it all. This. Yeah, God knew what he was doing when he created the first human, knew everything that was going to happen, yeah. still decided to go ahead with that exact plan. He mm -hmm. thought that was the best plan he could come up with. Not... You know what? Maybe I just won't put the apple in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe. <laughs> eh. Yeah. Like, he knew I was going to go with my dad and still six <laughs> fucking kids. <laughs> Fuck. Come on. Okay, so let's talk about you. Yeah. Uh, you don't You don't have anything else? No, I would say... Oh, you, I got a couple more questions. Oh, okay, let's go. Are you at all searching for anything? No. Not at all. You, you are now happy with the the state you have found yourself in i feel like okay so maybe if we had like a mission or a purpose like if that's what people at christianity they have a mission to like convert people and save everybody right if i was to say that i had a mission or a purpose it's to just 
love everybody else. Okay. Unconditionally. As they are. And who better to do that than you, learning after everything you've learned? Like, Yeah, I'm really good at definitely. Like, yeah, even so. with my parents, I, I've gone through so much so much therapy that I don't get angry. I just try to understand. Yeah. Like, my dad, I don't. Like, his dad was super fucked up, I guess, and, like, kind of an alcoholic and, like, mm. all this stuff. I have no idea, but he was broken. Yeah. And it was a broken man trying to raise kids, and it just doesn't work like that. So I don't blame him. Don't really blame my mom. She said some shitty things, but, like, none of, like, I just, I, you can't be angry about it. You just have to love, yep. love everybody through it because they're hurting, too, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And ultimately, like, we're all just trying to fucking figure this out. Yeah. Like... E- even yeah. this podcast, like we're talking, it's like there's some big questions here. It's like I definitely don't have the. I am not smart enough to figure that Who out. No, who fucking knows? Yeah. Like, um, e- yeah, yeah. Okay, well, well, I'm happy that you are content with like your where you found yourself. Like, uh, your purpose is to love other people. Your yeah. purpose is to make the world a better place. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, me too. Mine, on the other hand, is to get as much money as I possibly can, hookers and blow. I love that. And yeah. I'm on the, for the side ride. So <laughs> yeah. that's fine. I'll take advantage of that and yeah, still yeah, do yeah. my thing here. Yeah. No, that's not my purpose. <laughs> Just the blow. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Okay. So we'll talk about my uh, religious experiences, I guess. I'm um, excited. I grew up uh, surrounded by Christianity, like like fully surrounded. If you listen to the last episode, like I talked about how I went to this uh, Christian private school in grade five which happened to be in the same building as the church I went to, which happened to be in the same building as the youth group that I went, you know, literally also where your mom worked, where my mom worked. Like my whole life was literally in this one building. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even in high school, I got a job working there as a janitor. Um, So I was just in Christianity from when I was born until I was about 19. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's all I knew. Um, This, all this Pentecostal stuff, you know, all this, craziness that I thought was normal because I literally did not have an outside experience. And I grew up in a time too, where I didn't have internet until grade 12. Right. So it's not even like you got to kind of explore the world, man. Like there was no library in my school to explore the world through books. Or if there was, it was Christian books. Like there was no way for you to learn anything. Yeah. Outside of what they were teaching you. Yep. Weird. Um, Very strange. Uh, So I always describe like my personal experience in that as I grew up in a cult. Yeah. Like, just due to the fact that that is all I knew and there was no getting out of it. And until... did you ever ask your parents, like, about other religions? No, like, I thought it was, you know. This or nothing. This, yeah, I thought Christianity was the right one. Because I, 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 I had heard of some other religions and you hear of some truly horrific things. Like, you know, everyone's heard of the Crusades and retaking Jerusalem and all that kind of stuff. And <laughs> right. like, you know, everyone knows there's some crazy yahoos out there too. And, you know, then Christianity even demonizes those religions further. So you think the other religions are even worse than your religion. And, right. you know, you just, you think you're, you think yours is the best. You're born into it. How many people are just born into it and then just are Christian now? Yeah. And that's just, they didn't really put any thought into it. That's just what they do. Yeah. That's true. Um, so growing up, I always tried to be a good Christian. Um, like I, I tried to do the right thing. I tried. I went to church. I would pray uh, throughout high school. I had like a prayer group with uh, me and like 
five other people. Oh, yeah, you guys had, like, a cell group. Friday yeah, and, like, nights. we did this on our own time. Like, on Friday night, we would go to, like, my one friend's house, and we would end up praying. And, you know, we'd pray for the school. We'd pray for whatever it was on our mind or whatever. But uh, And how old were you at this time? Like, I was in high school-ish. Okay. Yeah, but, like, we, we did that group on our own accord. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I was trying to be a good Christian. I, I even did a year of Bible college after, but I dropped out halfway, so I didn't do a full year. But. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. But I really did try, and... Um, I do look to, like, I, I do search and I do try to find the bottom of things. And I did end up reading a bunch of books because that's all I had. Right. Um, but none of it ever felt real to me. So if we go back to the definition of what a Pentecostal is, it, it, it kind of it t- teaches about having the personal experience, the personal relationship. It teaches having the gift of tongues. It teaches having all these different kind of tangible things. Mm-hmm. And... I never had it. Right. I never felt it. Didn't know. Didn't matter how many times I went to that prayer group on Friday night. I never felt the Holy Spirit. My friends would be, you know, crying, hands in the air, praise God, like you know, just fully having some type of experience, whatever that may be. Right. I never had nothing, um, and it was really discouraging uh, for me, right. you know, as a guy just watching everyone else have this happen and. Your whole, you're taught from day one that your whole point is to worship this God, right. have this relationship, and then you try, you try, you open up your heart, you pray, you do whatever you possibly can, and nothing. Did nothing you ever back. ask your parents about that, or talk to like a mentor or whatever? About well, that? yeah, and you always get like, well, it'll come in time, or like, you know, it just, um, you 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 can't expect it, like. Oh. Uh, you have to sometimes act on faith, and then once you're truly acting mm. on faith, then he'll come. You know, there's always these weird... Go forth blindly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to tell you about three experiences. Three? I can only remember two right now. Okay, that's Two. Two experiences two. that I did have that were weird. One was weird, and one is just an experience that got me out of the church. So the first one, one of these prayer, prayer groups with my friends on the Friday night, um, my one friend was really into kind of like uh, his dad had a couple books on like uh, spirits and demonology because he was a pastor at some point. So he was kind of, you know, so he was reading it. and um, Your friend was reading his book. Yeah, okay. reading the dad's book about demons and stuff. And I don't know what happened. But basically, there was a full-on possession. Like, who knows? I don't want to say... I don't know what it was, but... So we're praying, and this guy um, basically all of a sudden just kind of started like, yeah, like growling, kind of like being fucking sketchy. And then, like, a couple guys like, you okay? And it just... It got crazier and crazier. So then they started praying, and as soon as, like, they said, in the name of Jesus... Like, then he got fucking crazier. Like, nice. then, like, everyone started jumping on him because he was starting to throw fists and shit, and it was getting rowdy. And this guy... He's like a normal dude. Like I've known him for. Describe his personality. Is he quiet? He's a quiet-mannered guy. Um, he's the nicest fucking guy. Like even right now, he he's a pastor now. Like gentle. Like he's a gentle, good guy. And for him to like, it was just completely out of character and completely out of nowhere. And we later find out that yeah, he's been reading these demonology books and like mm. maybe somehow he's susceptible, mind tricked himself. Or I don't know. I don't want to try to explain his experience. Right. But. That was crazy. And so that what was, was like, we had talked about walking into a sanctuary when everybody's worshiping and whatever, and there's energy. Yeah. Describe that kind of energy. Yeah. It's a, it's a, 
that, that I can't though because I don't feel it. I did, I never oh, got it. Was so the thing like watched. I just seen it was weird. I would try to raise my hand. I wouldn't feel it. I okay. wouldn't. I wouldn't get into that hive mind of the other people doing it. But what was the energy like that night with this guy? Yeah. So that one was. It was like dark and like mm. violent and like it was just aggressive. Yeah, and like, so we ended up praying for him for like half an hour, and eventually he calmed down, and at the end was just like crying full-on breakdown and stuff. Um, wow. That's one one experience. Like, I, I don't fucking know what happened there. Would you say you believe in demons or witchcraft or anything like that? Do you think they coincide? Like... We find out that there's so much weird, like, alternate dimension stuff and parallel things. Maybe somehow they're tapping into that. Like, I believe that, you know, there are some crazy examples of, like, witches doing crazy fucking spells or, Mm -hmm. like, you know, ghost sightings that are real. Or, you know, there are these crazy one-off examples of this. I I don't know what they are. I'm not sure. Would you play with the Ouija board? I wouldn't just because I'm very aware of like what I try to put in my body. Like I even try not to watch too many like horror movies. Horror movies. Yeah. Just getting through October movies. with you is the worst. Yeah, like I I'm really aware. Like I don't like putting just garbage in. You know. Yeah. Um. And that's interesting because I feel like we definitely got that from being raised where we were. I don't know though. Like, did your mom ever have that website where like they'd review movies before you <laughs> saw it and they would give the Christian perspective? No, because we didn't have internet, oh, yo. Right. You weren't allowed to do things. Yeah, man. How old were you? Did they even have TV when you were a kid? <laughs> well, it, it also didn't help that we were like Christian, so it was like, oh, you don't get to have internet. What if you look at the yeah, porn? Go play outside. Mom! <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Um, so that was one experience. I can't explain it. Something happened there, but that experience makes me think that there is other things going on i don't know what they are okay um but i truly believe that that was not him yeah yeah um fair yeah it's weird so my other you said so, that there was another experience. Yeah, and this one is m- less of an experience and more of just more of the same. So I went to Bible college. Okay. And like I was trying. I was trying. Like I wanted to figure out like is this real? Right. Um, and we ended up going down to Seattle for like uh, some youth conference. And they had like a really well-known preacher there, um, Bishop T.D. Jakes. Um, very famous preacher back in the day or whatever. Yeah. Um, and – he was talking or whatever, and at the end they did like um, he was talking about tongues, speaking in tongues the whole time or something. Because the whole point was at the end he did a call for speaking in tongues, and I'm like, okay, this is the last, this is the last one. I've now gone to this conference out of out of Calgary, out of Canada, out of Canada to one of the most pro- prolific fucking dudes mm-hmm. ever, world if, renowned. If I don't get anything now, I'm fucking out. Yeah, like- and. I didn't get nothing. So, but I tried. I put up my hands. I was trying. I tried to speak in tongues. But like, nothing. like you, I'm not forcing myself to talk nonsense. Yeah. yeah. And it just didn't happen. Fair. Um, so that is ultimately like why I left. And then there was like, I stayed around for a bit more in Bible college and then I started messing around with my girlfriend and then, mm-hmm. you know, that I left. Yeah, and it was just like, yeah, it's just like, whatever. But you're still friends with a lot of the people that grew up with you. Yeah. Like I am... Like, so even 
I still work at the church that I grew up in. Yeah. I got that janitor job that I got back in high school. Right. I do that now. Um, yeah. Because it's just a sweet little side job for me. But it just, the point of it is, yeah, I have a great relationship even with like the pastors of that church. Mm -hmm. Even though I've left everyone there, I still have like a respect for and I think they still do for me to some degree. Yeah. And I've tried to maintain these good relationships. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So where do you stand right now? Yeah. Like, so then after I left the church, then I kind of, you know, was half a Christian for a hot year type thing. Right. As I did construction and talked to other people and opened myself up to other even ideas. Cause like I worked with this one guy who, who told me all about like his, his belief. And it was all just, it was all weird. Like <laughs> it was all weird. He made it up himself type thing, but it oh. was like, you know what? Like, that's cool. You do whatever you need to do. Like just, you're clearly happy. You got a system that's working for you. Okay. Um, yeah. so part of my religious experience also has to do with, um, just who I am. Um, I'm trying to just think how to properly word this. So I, I, I'm a nihilist, essentially. I don't believe there's a point to anything. I've always kind of thought that, like, nothing is more bleak and depressing than this fucking weird world. You come here, you live <laughs> weirdly, you die. And yeah. I'm not depressed. I'm not. I'm the happiest sure. I fellow, mean, realistically, I don't. I don't think anybody's ever told me a story about my great great grandmother. Exactly. In one year, I'm going to be gone. I'm not. I'm not having children. That's yeah. an episode we should talk about too. We should talk um, about that. But so there's not even that. Like there, I will live. I will die. I will be gone. That's how it is. That's yeah. how it is for everybody here. We no one makes it out. There's and no point the to thing any of too, it. I think. I think there's like this weird. This is legacy thing, mm. and so and I'm not judging parents or anything like that, but. When you have kids, yep. I feel like it changes your life because then it's like you kind of feel like you do have responsibility for generations yeah, farther yeah. down the road. Yeah. So I agree with you on that aspect. Like I am here to care for nobody but myself and you yeah. and the animals. I mean, <laughs> small cat can come along. <laughs> um, yeah. So when I was I, I, I started doing construction, I was an electrician and I was just miserable. I hated it. Mm -hmm. It was pretty dark, you know, just fuck. Fucking working sucks. Yeah, and it's exhausting. But like, it really kind of pushed me further in the line of like, what is the fucking point of all this? Like, we're all just doing this aimlessly. Like, I really don't think there is a point. Um, yeah. And that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I don't believe there was a God that created us. I don't believe we have a point in this world. We're just here, like everything else that fucking somehow happened and we live, we died. That's it. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Um. I don't even believe there's a right or a wrong necessarily because to have a right or a wrong, there would have to be some type of arbiter of right or wrong, which implies a God. And I don't Okay, so then let's talk about that. Yeah. Would you ever cheat? So just because there isn't a and right or wrong. And just for the record, ladies, I'm not worried about him cheating. Yeah. But this is an obvious right or wrong question. So would I cheat? Yes. Like, because there is no right or wrong in my mind. Now, would I cheat? Like, because there are... Benef or consequences? No, no, I would not, because it would be a stupid thing to do. Like, you, 
there doesn't have to be some space god saying that is right or wrong for there to be have real life consequences uh, of my actions. Okay. I, I don't see. think there's anything wrong with cheating because I don't think there is any inherent right or wrong. Would I cheat? No, because there are consequences to that. I would hurt you. Interesting. Okay, um, that's a very and, interesting way to look at life. Yeah. So you just basically care about whether there's consequences to your actions and hurting people. Like my ultimate goal is to make the most beneficial, easy, successful life for me. Good for you. And ultimately, like, man, I've had to do some things that I'm not proud of, but it got me ahead. And that's unfortunately just life. Do you want to talk about those things? Um, or is it like another episode? <sighs> it's another episode. It might be another episode. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you don't so a nihilist is what you call that yeah nihilism is the belief that there is nothing there is no point to okay so it. then why don't you just kill yourself now? yeah so everyone always says that and i respond <laughs> well because i i actually do enjoy life yeah. just because i don't think there is a ultimate point does not mean i'm not having a fantastic conversation right now <laughs> right. doesn't mean i'm not enjoying what's going on and even in my darkest times like they really weren't dark it was yeah. just i was just working a nine-to-five job right. <laughs> you know? right, right, right no that's fair um yeah so that's why like and yeah it's- yeah i wonder if i would have like killed myself at some point if i had thought that hmm. that yeah. there wasn't a point i don't think there is really a point now but i wonder if i don't know because like i think i think now we're both old enough and mature enough to understand that concept hmm. Whereas if we were kids, like you need hope, like yeah, you need to know that mom's gonna be there after school. You need to know that mm-hmm. you're going to wake up and mom. Like, there's just these things that keep you going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So when did you decide that you felt this way? Um, yeah, like probably around like twenty two, twenty three type thing. Okay. Yeah, like. I, I looked into some other religions after and just none of them were really clicking like at all for me. So it's just like, man, like I just don't think there's anything. Interesting. Yeah. I really wonder what your mom would say because like if if God is real, why didn't he show you? Yeah, like, no, God, this is on you. You just <laughs> damn me. I reached out to you, God. If you are real and you're listening, don't put me in hell because you didn't talk back yeah. to me. Like what the fuck it's kind of weird God concept. is that? I tried for fucking 18, 19 years to talk to this dude. And yeah, you only, you had your first, you got drunk for the first time last year. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I literally was a Genuinely g- lived up to being a perfect yeah. Christian boy. Well, <laughs> tried to Except be. for your little, yeah, <laughs> little escapade there. <laughs> but yeah. Um, no, that's, yeah. No, I mean, I feel like after, especially this long, like mm-hmm. it's time for you to make a decision for yourself, right? Yeah. Um, another thing I'd like to talk about is uh, psychedelics, um, magic mushrooms. I've done them before, and lots of people who do them, they have like their type of religious experience. I've known Christians who've done it and had seen Jesus. I've known pagans who've done it and they've seen their gods. Mm-hmm. Um, I've even gone into it trying to like, okay, open myself up, and mm-hmm. this isn't more recent years and it might just be so ingrained now that i can't actually open myself back up but even on yeah but even on magic mushrooms like i i did not have a religious experience like i could not i I just yeah and you were with people who were who 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 were were having having one interesting yeah yeah i mean maybe it's just not for you yeah and that's fine totally fine um yeah like i i clearly have no issue with religion i work in a church Mm -hmm. uh 
it makes a lot of people happy. I get the appeal of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of things I do like about church, like the community aspect. You build these communities for life, essentially. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of my friends, I am still friends with. Absolutely. You know, um, is there anything necessarily that you find was like the number one good takeaway from religion for you? For me, it was community. But I think... Um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, religion is just like, it's just a very large source of judgment to me. Yep. I've never felt like home or safe or so. No, I, I would say that I, I learned a very big lesson on how not to treat people. And that's probably what I took away from religion. Hmm. Biggest thing. Crazy. It was never like a heart thing with God. It was never a relationship with God. It was like what's tangible and what mattered to me yeah. was what I could see and how yeah. people affected different people. And like they, they say they do it in the name of God, yeah. which is just insanity to me when there are people crying and broken because of your behavior. Like yeah. it kills me. Yeah. Like we had some like truly weird, abusive fucking people yeah. that went to that school church. Yeah. Um, there was one, who he hated my mother Mm. and he took it out on me because she was on the board of the church yeah she volunteered on the board and she volunteered at like you know everything she could possibly volunteer to get in there (laughs) she would do and good for her and he worked at the school yeah he was the principal so he just made my life miserable man like he would fail me on tests and just fucking bullshit stuff suspend me because i wouldn't shave my facial hair and they'll be like what about that guy standing next to me with the facial hair you remember eli and nothing you know nothing 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 ridiculous yeah and it was like there were these people in power there that you know they're they're abusing children Mm -hmm. in the name of god like you said they they're every wednesday though let's go to chapel and i'm gonna pray for you and then i'm gonna suspend you yeah you know and there was this one story my little sister was in the school and uh she was like locked in a classroom and i could hear her crying and somehow i knew to go i think it was the end of school or whatever and i was waiting for her yeah. that teacher had locked her in the fucking classroom and wouldn't let her go out she was yeah. crying wouldn't let her call my dad whatever i called my dad and i told him or like my uncle um and i told him what was going on he lost his mind like yeah. but she continued to teach i think i don't even know if she still teaches there yeah and she was a nightmare of a person man like and how f- anyone would let her around children it's just psychotic but, but she's a christian she's and a christian. they they pull from the people that they have yeah and that is the person they had it's brutal those um, poor kids yeah yeah like i got suspended so many t- or uh, detention so many times where they'd literally just make you stand in front of a wall for fucking hours mm-hmm. man hours at the school that i went to before like the other private yeah. ace program that i went to uh we went it was a pe- very pentecostal so like girls weren't allowed to wear pants girls <laughs> yeah. weren't allowed to wear makeup cut their hair yeah. none of that kind of stuff and yeah that was the church that i got suspended for not praying right not praying not right. praying right Crazy. and i was like are you fucked like <laughs> this is my relationship with god bitch like, you can't tell me how to live my life this it's ain't crazy. a three-way get out of here yeah like, i'm not in that for you it's crazy yeah and my parents were down for it in fact i had to write lines yeah. i had to write stupid bible verses out a thousand times because i wasn't praying right yeah. according to somebody else <laughs> crazy it's so crazy yeah that's another thing i think we should talk about because i've had a lot of conversations recently where with christians where it's like well, that's not what I believe. It's like, okay, well, that 
okay, then don't believe that. But it just seems like every Christian I talk to doesn't believe it. So if none of you believe this, then why is all this shit happening? But I just don't think that they should treat other people and act like they should be accountable for your beliefs. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Like if a pastor at a church believes something, totally fine. You cannot judge this other person for not believing what you believe because they think you you're a crock of shit. Like Yeah. They have different beliefs, believe yeah, it or not. Yeah, they think and they have just cr- as like, much proof of you do about their beliefs. I just like mind your own fucking yeah. business. Let people <laughs> love who they want to love, yeah. live where they want to live and just live in peace. <laughs> That's what I think. Um I got one more oddity with Christians sometimes. Go for it. They don't believe in aliens somehow. And you always ask them and they always give you these weird like... Oh, my dad answered this. Do you want to know his answer? Yeah. So he told me that if aliens were to exist, then they would have to have some subconscious. But (laughs) the reason that we are here is to become Christian. So they would also have to become Christian. Yeah. And in the Bible, it says only man can do that. Only man can go to heaven. So that would make this other entity not okay in the Bible. And therefore, it doesn't exist. And it's just (laughs) so backwards and silly and weird because, like, you don't need to have a conscience. Like, they could just be animals out there that actually do develop technology. So my, my reasoning behind this is, like, there's monkeys now that are developing to use stone tools and shit. Like, it's only a matter of time till then they're using... Iron tools. Actually, I highly recommend people look up chimpanzee or monkey tests. Like, they're the smartest. They're crazy. They're way smarter than humans. Way faster. Their hand-eye coordination's way better. It's crazy. And they don't have a soul. They don't need a Jesus. Nope. But uh, I guess aliens do. I have a great relationship with my dog, and I doubt she's going to heaven. (laughs) Yeah, She doesn't have a soul. Yeah. But, like, it's just an oddity that Christians refuse to believe in aliens and it's just another thing where it's just like, man, I just don't track with that logic. Well, and I wonder how much of that is because they have no idea what goes on outside of their little bubble. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, Maybe. have you researched aliens? Yeah, or did like, you just read about Demi Lovato? Because I don't blame you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's kind of off it. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> no. Interesting. Oh, yeah. No, I get that. So the yeah. aliens. Yeah. Yeah, it was just another odd thought I had while we were talking here. So it was just... Yeah. Actually, you were the first person. I remember we were driving back to Calgary from BC one trip yeah. back in the day when you were hanging out with my family <laughs> and we were playing a question game and I had said, do you believe in aliens? And up to that point, I, I was like green googly eyed, like they're obviously not, they're not real. Yeah. And you had said, well, yeah, I don't think that it's like a green googly eyed thing, but like for sure, like the world's way too big. And I was like, oh, you're right. Like the world is. It's, why is nobody told me this? Fucking before? massive. It's crazy. Absolutely unfathomable. Like anything is possible. Anything, man. I was watching this sweet video about like uh, the sun, and it had this huge solar flare, and it just says, and just the amount of energy and, and power. power. That oh. volcano happening right now. Yeah, Other nature, like, oh, man. Fuck, this is crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy out there. Yeah. You just have to be so fucking. I don't know. S- self-centered to think that you are the center of the galaxy and that there's a god that specifically made you and specifically made a a mm-hmm. kid to die for you so you could out of everything in the whole galaxy come live in heaven with him yeah it's fucking retarded i mean like the whole story of abraham and isaac didn't he like almost kill his son for god yeah. to test his faith it was test yeah job the whole book of job correct me if i'm wrong yeah. but isn't that God and the devil playing over Job's life. Yeah. 
like testing his faith. Yeah. What a joke! Killing people in the process. Every single person. Not that not he loved. not just like huh, I'm gonna make him stub his toe. Killing people. Like, yeah, let's cause a God's car killing on the his way to work. wife, his kids, his kids destroyed his businesses. Fuck that guy. His skin. He was like boils yeah. and shit all over. Why? Why? And the story goes on that he still like, believed in God. We grew up, and this was a good story. Like, yeah. look at our God. This was like, supposed wow, to be endearing. Like, Joe Make really is a man it. of the Lord. It's very look confusing to Even me. though he's in this abusive relationship, he's still with I it. mean, no wonder my dad thought that control and power and everything yeah. was Yeah, your dad read God. too like, much Old Testament, I think. <laughs> too much. Way too much. <laughs> Holy shit. But, man, um... Do you have any other rants? I got other things, but... How, I want to hear them. Oh, no, I got other... Th- not rants about Christianity. Oh. I got other things to talk about and stuff. Tell me. <laughs> um, well, I, th- I think I'm going to wrap up the religion portion of this. Okay. Uh, and say, well, thank you. I hope we didn't offend you too much. We honestly yeah. do not care what you believe. Yeah, genuinely, um, I love everybody. We would like to hear your story. Tell us what you believe, maybe how you got to the point that you believe what you believe. Um, I actually have exciting news for you. Yeah. We got our first story. <laughs> really? And it's fucking crazy. That is crazy. It's crazy. Uh, do you want to go through that now or do you still have things? I think we could go through it if we wanted. Yeah. Okay. Let's go through it. It's amazing. <laughs> okay. So this is from somebody who's going to go by S um, for anonymous purposes. Okay. Um, so he grew up in a family with four kids and he was the second oldest. He was sort of born into a lot of stress right off the bat, though, because his brother was born with a condition where his intestines were born outside of his body. So, and S was only born a year later. Um, So he grew up on a farm with his parents, worked really hard, and his parents worked really hard to provide a good life for the boys. Um, There was an exchange program at his school. So when he was 13, he started learning Japanese. In his last year of high school, he was able to actually go to Japan for a week, and he fell in love with it. He was able to meet friends who he had made throughout high school. And remember, he grew up on a farm. He said that the population of the biggest city that he had ever lived in was 30,000. And so now he's in cities with millions. <laughs> what a trip. What a trip. So crazy. So he ended up going back home, but he wanted to get back to Japan eventually. Um, and then he ended up meeting another exchange student and becoming best friends with him. The exchange student's single mother also lived there while she learned English. So he got to know the pair really, really well. They were all helping each other learn each other's languages, and everything was going great. He ended up becoming pretty much fluent in Japanese. Like, holy shit, good job for you. Yeah. Um, And even won a prize at school, which is sweet, so second language. Um, And eventually the friend's mother suggested that that he move to Japan with him um, at the end of the school year. And at this time, he just started dating somebody in the exchange program. So his girlfriend and him were going strong, super happy. He was heading up to Japan. He was going to meet her in Japan before he went back to his home country. So he did it. Moved to Tokyo. 30,000 people on his own. Big city, ready for adventure. So exciting, right? So this is where things sort of get weird because, you know, it's pillow talk. Okay. So... The mom starts to get kind of upset about S talking to his girlfriend all the time. And he originally thought that it was because he wasn't working, but it all got confirmed one night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. So he's sitting there just chilling, happy go lucky. And this mother bursts into this room, grabs his phone. She demanded that he unlock the phone and then get this pushes him down two flights of stairs. He basically got kicked out that night, was forced to stay in the snow with nothing on but pajamas. And remember, she had his unlocked phone. Yikes. Yeah. 
So after a while, his friend ended up like waking up or hearing what was going on or whatever and letting him back in. So he's at like stunned at this point like what the fuck in a different country different country <laughs> i guess he does know the language but like thirty thousand people he doesn't know where anything is either like tokyo is i guess huge compared to a city yeah. with thirty thousand people so doesn't know where the bus station is nothing like that um so he's like stunned all night the next day his mother waits for the friend to leave and then sits him down puts his phone down and then puts it down next to a contract so just to recap a brand new city he has no phone um, the contract had said that he would sign all of his money over to her, Whoa. including the money that his parents had sent him. Whoa. So yikes. Recap. He's in a brand new city of 14 million. I looked this up. Um, he has no phone. He's been forced to sign all of his money away in a legal document. Jeez. Yeah. So, and he's still got this girlfriend on the side, right? Okay. So the... Friend's mom had written a message and was like, here, send this to your girlfriend because you're breaking up with her. And it was just like this breakup message. I honestly wish I knew it was in that message, but we didn't get that information. Jeez. Um, she also changed his Facebook status to engaged. So the 17-year-old kid is now in Japan away from his family and all of a sudden his engaged. Facebook says engaged. Weird. I wonder what his parents thought. What like that's the? fucked. <laughs> Speaking of his parents, she was allowed or so she allowed him to call his parents, but only under supervision. Also, again, it's Tokyo. He has no idea where to go, how where the closest train station was, let alone the police station and the embassy. Um, and you know this bitch is crazy. So of course she's got his passport and ID. And he doesn't even have his phone, so he can't even like just GPS the nearest Literally place. Literally can't do anything. And he's stuck there for three fucking months in this situation. Whoa. So there is I'm just gonna put a trigger warning right here. If if you get triggered easily, skip forward for twenty seconds. It gets dark. This, actually 40 seconds. This friend's mother, a 45-year-old woman, ended up developing feelings for him, for the 17-year-old child, who was the same age as his mother, and forced him to sleep in her bed where he was raped. For three fucking months, Mark. Yikes. This kills me. Holy shit. And the friend never really said anything. S doesn't even know if the friend knew what was going on. Hmm. It continued until he was able to get a job that ran from about noon to 11 p.m. Then he was allowed to have his phone back when he was at work. So he was able to see what was going, going on with the ex-girlfriend now. Um, turns out that the ex-girlfriend was going to the same school that S's mother taught at. Like yeah. in their home. Yeah. I don't know. In Japan. And, um, yeah, so the ex-girlfriend was able to contact his mother and they had arranged that he would organize plans to get him back home. So he had pretended like he was going to a trip to see a friend. What the friend's mother didn't know that he was going to get off at a different station and because he had his passport and ID, it was going to be fine. Like he was just going to end up buying a plane ticket and get back home. Getting out of there. So, of course, he got off on the, the wrong train station and he ran into somebody who knew the friend and the friend's mom. Hmm. So he panicked. He ran back to the house. He was like, holy shit, like, holy shit. So um, there were tons of messages and phone calls from both the friend and the mother demanding that he go back to where they lived. Yeah. And they wanted proof of who he was with. He ended up having to just turn the phone off so that he the messages would stop. The next day, he's on the bullet train to the airport. He's almost free. Like, we're almost out of Tokyo. 
He needed to get the flight information and update his parents, who he turned on his phone. This bitch had GPS tracking for Find My iPhone. Yikes. Yikes. He ended up seeing her at the airport. He had checked in. He had. He was through the gate. He turned around. She, he saw her standing there with Holy the sign. Holy moly. What the fuck? That's creepy. What the fuck? yikes so he goes back to new zealand a month goes by he's kind of recovering he's like finally feeling that she's kind of gone nope shows up at his fucking house and she didn't yikes leave the city in a different country in a different country he she didn't leave that city until two weeks after she initially showed up whoa. so fucking crazy whoa so at this point he's obviously back with his parents they didn't know that anything had gone on he just desperately wanted to go home yeah he knew that um, or they knew that he didn't want anything to do with this woman, but they had no idea what was going on because he just wanted to try to like move past it, not talk about it, whatever. Yeah. Luckily, his parents decided to move to a different part of the country and he's never seen her since. But to this day, he's been worried that if he's told his family, they would take her to court. He genuinely just wants to move on. He's felt like going to court would kind of make him relive the trauma. Um, he suffered silently for years, only up until about three years ago. He had really stu- bad stomach problems and he wouldn't be able to eat more than one meal a day. Now he still has anxiety about being on a plane and he's never made it back to Tokyo. Hmm. So fucking crazy. Now there is a happy ending to this, which we love to see. Mm-hmm. Um, he did say that he believed that he went through this and what he went through this made his relationship with his current wife better because yeah, the girlfriend and him got married. Yeah, that's my boy. So nice. <laughs> They've been together for eight years. They Woo! have a baby girl and they sent us pictures and she's adorable this beautiful family mm-hmm. um and they've got a ton of animals that they're raising together which is super <laughs> cool yeah um but he also wanted to kind of get out of his comfort zone deal with the trauma a little so he became a teacher okay yeah and cool. he ended it with saying hopefully sharing my story with others with you help others who struggled in a similar experience and give them hope that there is hope at the end of the tunnel i'll always be grateful for the kindness that my wife her parents and my parents showed and continue to show me S, seriously, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I can't imagine what you went through. Yeah, yeah, like what do you even say? But um, I'm glad you're doing well, man. I'm glad um, you're doing well. Like props, hats off to you, man. Thank, thank you for sharing your experience with us. Um, yeah. Like it really, for me, like I, I keep saying, like I've had such a good life. It's nice to hear that uh, other people, it's not nice to hear that people are like going but through that shit. People have made but it, it out. Add, it adds perspective of like, yeah, no. For me, it's like I have it so good. I got to remember how good I have it. Uh, when I hear these t- kind of stories, that's what I go back to. Yes, like, you middle-aged, good-looking white man. <laughs> just I have it so good. Um, thank you, S, for sharing that. Yeah, thank you. And if anybody else wants to share a story, we've got an email. It's Pillow Talk with Mark and B at Gmail dot com. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram at Pillow Talk with Mark and B or Twitter at PT with Mark with MB. Yeah. So if you want to send us your story about the trauma that you're maybe working through, um, we don't have to share it. Maybe you just need to type it up and we will just read it and say, we're sorry that that happened to you. And yeah. that's all you need. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But seriously, um, feel free to share. Yeah. We're not we're not therapists, but we we can sympathize. Yeah. And uh, yeah, again, sometimes it's nice to just type it out, process it. That's why I write. I love getting it out. Then it's on paper, it's there, and I can deal with it later. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Very cool. I had fun with this one. Yeah, that was a good episode. Um, I'm sure religion is going to be a constant topic. Um, It's a huge part of our lives. Yeah, just 
it was the biggest formative part of our lives and yeah you know yeah that's just the way it is just and we seem goes. to still be t- tied to it somehow still so. tied to it we're there every saturday <laughs> yeah, every saturday every to clean saturday. to clean that's it <laughs> the, the one thing i always say to upset some christian people about the cleaning gig is i always say yeah it's my reverse reverse tithe like i go there i clean i get paid it's my reverse tithe i take away from the church <laughs> that's how i fight I'm sure the they man love that. yeah they don't like that fight the power yeah <laughs> take back what's yours yeah well, thanks for doing this with me again, babe. I had fun. Yeah, perfect. If you guys had fun, don't forget to check out our Patreon and support the show at Pillow Talk with Mark and B. Um, even just one dollar helps. Um, you know, we—I don't know what we plan on doing with the money. Probably van. We have to get a whole engine done. Yeah, yeah. Let's go into the van. Yeah. Or the um, cats. It, also, we're we're talking about doing merchandise. We've been designing a cool little logo. Yeah. But more on that maybe next episode. Yeah. Well, cool. Thank you, everyone, for listening. B, I love you. I love you. It was a nice talk. Yeah, I always have great talks with you. I'm glad we're doing this. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Thanks, okay. everybody, for joining us. Yeah, thanks. See you guys all later. <laughs> <laughs>